0: Hello, welcome to the Wax Show. I'm your host, TJ. I'm Matt. And I'm Diggity Dan. And uh, today we're talking about storytelling the tropes, the lengths, and everything about stories. My bright idea.
1: No one's going to make a comment on that. I was trying something new.
0: (laughs) (laughs) What'd you do? Oh, the, the
1: ridiculous intro! Yeah,
2: <laughs> oh yeah. No, I mean, you you're always saying words funny. I was just like, that's
1: Dan.
0: Yeah, oh, the, ow, <laughs> it didn't even right. phase me. <laughs> Fuck! But all right, but but also Matt's had some of the most uh, exuberant,
1: ridiculous.
0: Yeah, Intros. Exuberant. That, come aboard and bring along. Yeah. Okay. So, all right, the story has you, already a, gone a high too bar <laughs> <laughs> Well, that's good, because we're just talking about stories. So, you know, that was a good story. It ended at a good time. Oh, well, that was a
1: good story. <laughs> uh, well, why don't you tell us about a good story that isn't One Piece, Matt?
2: Oh, man, you prefaced it with isn't One
0: Piece? Because <laughs> it's the best story. It's just, it's all hanging fruit. It's too easy. I get it. I was going to bring up One Piece in this episode, though. Oh, my God. Oh, but I'll get to that later
2: am I actually gonna tell My, you about a good story
0: I don't know I mean
1: Are I you? fucking cued you in everything dude <laughs>
2: <laughs> Uh, Mistborn Mistborn by Brandon Sanderson is like one of the best books I've read in recent years best series of books never heard of it it's fucking awesome it's, uh, the basic premise is the evil emperor won like a thousand years ago and he's just been ruling shit. And you gotta follow the heroes while they try to take him down.
0: That's interesting. Okay, but
1: how. You can't just say it's good. Like, we're talking about specifically, correct me if I'm wrong, we're talking about stories that drag on too long or end too early or just right and why they feel that they're that way you can't just say mistborn is good is it is it good but it goes on too long are there sections of it you wish were longer like, I, okay
2: all right if we're breaking on? down how i felt about the story as a whole without spoilers <laughs> um
0: well we could just say this is a spoiler episode i don't want to spoil mistborn
2: about. i want more people to read it uh the the so i specifically started reading mistborn like four or five years ago got 90 pages in and put it down because the intro to that book is just a little too fucking long. Then like two years later, I picked it up and didn't stop reading it until I had finished the trilogy. And I, I, I fall into and out. I love reading, but I, for some fucking reason, I fall into and out of favor with it. Um, same so like the last time before Mistborn I had been reading a bunch I read like 15 Star Wars books and then I stopped and then I started uh, Mistborn was the end of that and I think the intro was just a little too long and I got bored of reading
0: can can we talk about that for a sec yeah and how you guys feel about that like intros being too long fucking hell yeah we can we sure can bud um and it's like in everything, but I get it at the same because it's, if it's a long story, like you're setting up a lot of things, and you got to introduce everybody. Like, I don't know of a quick way to do that and have people have it be attached.
2: Uh, you start in media res. That's how you do it.
1: Uh, hi, I'm an idiot. Can you yeah explain what? <laughs> more of that? In
2: media res is in the middle of the story. It's when like, it's when. Your fucking story starts. Wow.
1: Speaking of things that are too short, I feel like that abbreviation was unnecessarily short. Considering you're it's, just trying to it's say it's literally, in the the story. it's literally a literary term. It's like Deus ex machina. Like that doesn't make it any better. I feel like that's totally unnecessary shortening. But anyway, go okay.
2: Ahead. It's like when you start your story in the middle of a fight or something, and you're like, "Oh, this is a cool fight." Usually, anime does this. Uh, it's a cool fucking fight look at all these guys look at all these techniques half the time they're gonna use exposition to tell you why we're here the other half of the time they start you in the middle of a cool
1: fight and then they go right in the flashback I was was also gonna basically make the same kind of argument but slightly more drawn out using an example that I believe you've seen you've seen Harry Potter right Mm -hmm. TJ yeah Yeah. I know you have met um it's kind of like in Harry Potter, there's a, there's dumb. There's a stupid-ass amount of characters in Harry Potter. Mm-hmm. But at the beginning of the book, you're introduced to Harry. They mention his shitty family for a while. You're introduced to his family. And you're introduced to, like, maybe Dumbledore vaguely at the start. But that's it. And that first book is, like, describing those people. And then Hagrid shows up and some crazy shit happens. And then... Ron shows up and Hermione and crazy shit happens and then like there's these teachers that are teased and sprinkled over the top and the more small events that they appear in the more you get attached to the character. Like I don't know about y'all but when I was first reading the books as a kid I really liked the character of Professor McGonagall.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, she's awesome. She a bad bitch. Yeah,
1: we all think she's awesome. To be totally honest, I know the movies did not do her justice, but she's really not a big part of most of the books. But we all love her as yep. a character. She was only ever sprinkled on top through most of the story. But we f- we all feel like, dude, McGonagall's boss. Yeah,
2: bomb. every time yeah, McGonagall's in a seat, it's like, it's like she's really dense. Her her parts are really dense. She's disciplining Harry. She's like, you, dude. I I don't hate what you did. You did it for the wrong reasons.
1: She drops like knowledge yes, bombs and yes. bombs and shit. But that's, that's how you can introduce a character, get someone to care about them, but not just kind of, you know, stuff
0: it all right in the beginning. Yeah, you're a fucking character. Yeah, you know, like there's other ways to introduce characters. So I'm happy you brought up Harry Potter because that first book turned me away from Harry Potter because I, I mean, it I wasn't was great. So bored by the intro. When did you I read it? I Huh? When did you read it? After the sixth movie came out. That book that book is aimed at children.
1: Also, I would argue you probably saw the school. movies. You probably saw the movies before you read the book, right?
0: No, I tried to read the book before oh. I watched the movies. Huh. And it was so boring <laughs> that I was like, no. Yeah. But then I watched the movies, and I loved the movies. I I'm mean, like, well, I'm just gonna watch. And then after the sixth movie, I'm like, Ooh, I need to read the books.
2: <laughs> this uh, <laughs> this isn't what this episode is about, but I think Harry Potter is garbage.
0: So, but. I'm not. Well, yeah. I'm not
2: disagreeing with
0: you. Say yeah, that for a hot. But take. after, I, I, yeah, after I got uh, past that intro, like I was hooked. I read the first, I think six books, um, took me like a week or two. Jeez. I think, and then the the last book took me about the same amount of time because it was so massive. I think part <laughs> of this particular
1: issue is also more more likely to occur with a literary source like a book or something, because I'm not saying other media can't do it. Cause Holy mother of God, Lord of the Rings, the movies, if you watch the fellowship of the ring, yeah. that is the longest setup ever. Oh yeah. Good God. <laughs> so I'm not saying it doesn't happen in other media, but I feel like books are predisposed to having this issue. Um, an example of a video game that very easily avoids this kind of issue, I think, is there is a fun game called Satisfactory that is currently on the Epic Game Store. Um, Not sponsored, no plug. Uh, but basically, the intro is all of 15 seconds, 20 seconds, and it's this Fallout-style intro video that's like, Hey, you're going to this planet to get a bunch of resources for the company, and you're going to do it because that's why you're here. Uh, Here's kind of the basic three things you need to know. Bam, you land, and you're out, and you go. Like, easy, done, fast. There's no shamugana, And the story is told through going through the map and like doing the game and you find these strange objects on the planet that are supposedly supposed to develop and tell you a story kind of thing. Uh, Subnautica is very much the same way. So it's kind of like there isn't necessarily an intro per se. You kind of have to glean the intro from the world around you, which is an advantage of more immersive media over books and stuff. I understand, but it's just an example of a very well done, not bore you with the intro kind of thing.
0: Yeah. I think TV shows fall fall victim to it too. Ones that are going to have multiple seasons.
2: I would argue, at least in book's defense, that everybody watches a TV show or a movie at the same rate. Part of the problem is people aren't as practiced in reading anymore. And so if you're a slow reader reading the boring part of a book, it feels even slower.
0: Yeah. I'm a slow reader. I could see that.
2: Not that I'm defending books for having boring parts, because you can do almost every section of a book in an interesting way, but almost always some writer is going to be bad at some part. They're going to be hopefully not bad at the climax, but they're going to be bad at exposition or they're going to be
1: bad at blah, 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 blah. There's going to be some part of a book that is boring
0: that's true yeah i mean there's parts of games that are boring too so that's kind of i think every and i don't think it's bad that stories have boring parts i think sometimes stories need boring parts to let you relax from like a big moment or something but
2: that's part of it that like putting your boring exposition right after the climax of a of a of a scene is a technique in lessening the boringness of a boring
1: part yeah yeah. I mean Assassin's Creed is a great example of that actually um, like after you after you kill somebody and do a big assassination you have an ex- a literal a scene that exists for no other reason but exposition about the character you just killed and their place in the story in the world so that's actually uh, an interesting point that I never realized was used so heavily mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> but another thing I'm going to transition a little bit into what I wish they would do with. This is more for TV shows, movies, and games. Um, Probably less for games. I don't think it happens much in books that I know of. You might know better than me, Matt. But stories that need to be cut off, like give themselves a good ending Mm -hmm. and be done with it. And not be made to keep going are you saying you don't
1: want scorpion king 57 tj what the hell
2: no i totally agree i really like the um the british model of doing like hour-long three-episode seasons my problem is it seems to be more their go-to they just do tv differently i kind of wish there was more back and forth i wish that some american shows would be like the story we want to tell can be told most effectively as uh you know five 45 minute episodes i kind of wish netflix would do that netflix does it a little bit but they seem to be stuck in their like 12 episode 40 minute span the like 40 to 50 to an
1: hour long episode structure i
0: mean
1: go ahead dan that that's because that structure probably drives the most views they've probably looked at it analytically. I don't want my what's... stories made for views. <sighs> Sorry, bud. Media's not for you. <laughs> okay. Here, here.
2: I wanted to bring this up. I wasn't sure I was going to bring this up, but I'm going to bring it up. I want more media to be made for the niche audience. You make better media that way. I'm tired of media being made to hit the big, broadest demographic. I know that that's how you make more money, but in the grand scheme of things, most of these things don't need to make more money. They need to make back their money and a profit that pays all the people but they want to make profit beyond that and i don't fucking care and i'm not going to sit here and accept lesser media because they wanted to make more money because that's how capitalism works i don't see it as an excuse
1: yeah and i I feel like that's leading into a a separate argument that we
0: should have but maybe not in this episode (laughs) and i'm saying i'm with you on that and a show that uh did it uh what Matt's kind of saying is The Defenders um, was only six or eight episodes.
2: Yeah, no. I, which, if we're talking about Netflix superhero movies, I, I don't understand why all the single people get 13 episodes and The Defenders got eight. I would have much rather all of the single people's stories been cut down in eight episodes. And The Defenders, an entire team of people, get more episodes. They should have gotten the 13-episode season.
0: That's fair. But they actually told that story really well those Eight episodes was it eight? It was two or six or eight. I, I thought it went really well.
1: I kind of want to before we lose track of the point. Uh, you two had come across the idea of like instead of doing the the forty five minute twelve episode format or the UK like three hour long episode or whatever you'd like to see it mixed up. I think that's a great idea where you take an idea, you take a plot, you take a story you want to tell. You tell it in like 12 episodes that are 40 minutes. And then the next season, you do like a five episode hour long mega arc, like a like a made for TV movie kind of thing broken up into hour long episodes. Mm -hmm. So you can tackle a bigger plot with the characters everyone's into. And then the next season, you can go back and break it out into smaller chunks and do more, like, small plot lines and stuff. And then the season after that, it's another, like, big arc or something. It doesn't have to be one for one, but I think that'd be really cool. Like, I'm just imagining The Witcher series Mm -hmm. that they made. Yeah. Like, that was, like, what? I don't know, 12-hour-long episodes, something like that. Mm -hmm. I don't know. You can look it up, but you get the point. If the next season they did was just, like five big ass episodes and it was like the plot of the Bloody Baron from Witcher 3 and it's just like it's these really long and it's all one story arc that's contained it doesn't even have to relate to like the main thing with Ciri but it was a huge moment in Geralt's story and if they play it out in this long season arc and maybe like seed some of the meta plot in during part of it like that would be a really cool it's almost like a deep dive into a moment mm-hmm. in the characters that you've learned to love from the shorter more interspersed version of the story that you got the last season. Yeah. That would be really cool and that could work for a lot of different shows. So I,
2: I really like listening to audiobooks because realistically when you start an audiobook this is like a 40 hour experience in some cases.
1: And there aren't... Looking at you, Silmarillion. And there
2: aren't really, like... A book isn't structured to have good places to put it down. It's just structured to tell its story. And there are going to be some times where, like, you go through 50 pages and it's all fucking hot-ass shit. And you're like, I don't want to stop reading. Fuck.
1: Isn't isn't a chapter break usually, like...
2: Sometimes, Designed but chapters okay are but style. chapters are all sorts of different lengths. You have some chapters where they touch on a character. Mm-hmm. Usually, the way it, most of the books I read have a couple characters, and they'll jump between characters mm-hmm. and scenes. And some scenes or some character portions are only three pages, and then you get to the next part, and this is like fifty to sixty pages. True, true. That's my point. Is you basically like. Uh, The way I used to listen to audiobooks was I would do it at work, and so I would pause it when I got busy, and I couldn't focus on a book and my work. So, I want internet media to be made the same way. I want you to just drop, like, okay, if a season is gonna be 12 episodes, and they're each gonna be for ease, we'll say an hour. That's 12 hours. Just drop a 12-hour fucking video. Just drop a 12-hour this is the story of The Witcher. Season one.
1: Okay. There's some mechanical complications
2: with, with audiobooks. Okay, yeah. <laughs> the apps, you can pause them. You can pause them wherever they are. You close the app, it'll keep your spot. Do that with Netflix. Let me. I, mean, let, they, I pay for do. Netflix. Let me download the episode while I'm watching it. It'll just keep a paused audio file on my fucking thing. Keep my space. Don't make episode breaks don't worry about closing out a, a, a cinematic point for the episode like just give me 12 hours
1: you're i feel like the the overarching argument you're making here is a lot of the internet streaming media that we're into today is trying to emulate yes the old TV absolutely too much i don't which i can get i don't
2: understand argument. why we've made this move to we don't need commercials anymore. The entire point of episodes and commercials is to structure something on TV for a block of time with your commercials and your time segment that can be easily cut up. We don't need to do that anymore. Why are we still doing it? Well,
1: I think I think part of it, and you can you can easily work around this because you know a movie is essentially a three-hour cut and paste of a bunch of small intimate mm-hmm. sections. But I would I would argue that like it's it's because there's a lot of setup for for recording something even as small as an episode kind of thing like you have to get the space you have to make sure you have the budget for that you have to make sure all the people show up at the right time and do the right thing and you have the right equipment Uh
0: rented and all that stuff and like how we shot a 30 second commercial and it took three full days (laughs) like yeah four and, days. <laughs> and the, the
1: point i'm making is a, a movie with a budget that says all right we're hiring this crew and that crew has all of this equipment and we need to rent this other equipment out well we're going to need it for most of the movies so let's rent it for like the six months that we'll be recording it that's a huge budgetary like cost for uh-huh. them whereas if you break it into chunks In this one hour long episode of Brooklyn Nine-Nine we're recording, we're going to need, you know, um, fake blood specialists and all of their equipment and the cost of that. Mm -hmm. But we don't need them on for the entire season of recording. So you can kind of compartmentalize your budgeting and costing and time restraints and equipment rental and stuff like that. So you keep the cost of a series at a much lower value comparative to big-budget movies, which is essentially what you're asking for, kind of thing. Okay. You- now, that's that's not a blanket, like, this applies yeah. to everything, but I think that's the underlying argument against not compartmentalizing it as episodes. Here's my, pro- yeah. Just yeah, for fair.
2: Here's my problem with that
1: counter-argument. Netflix releases things on the binge model.
2: They're already releasing all of The Witcher at once. What does it matter if they cut it up in episodes or release it as a 12-hour video? They can compartmentalize the way they structure recording and all that shit. All they want. They don't need the episode structure to do that. Brooklyn Nine-Nine is on TV. They can also compartmentalize the way they hire people without the episode structure. But they're on TV. They're already already releasing as episodes. I already don't like the binge model. I wish Netflix would release episodically if they're going to record episodically.
0: I mean, I like having the breakups. I like being able to sit down and watch a couple episodes and then be done.
2: I mean you can do that with the twelve hour video though. That's my point. My point is you can watch what do you what do you got? You got twenty minutes? Watch
1: twenty minutes of the Witcher. Put it down. You're twenty minutes into twelve hours. Yeah. Basically Matt's argument is take all twelve episodes of The Witcher, remove the end and start bullshits and just paste it together into one long YouTube video, more or less. Yep. That's that's his argument, yeah. which doesn't really apply to how it was or wasn't recorded. I I still think there are other things that aren't coming to mind that are arguments for breaking it into here's, separate sections.
2: Here's one. But well,
1: commercials are not one of that's
2: them. That's fair. I, Here here's one. It's a bitch to buffer a 12 hour video.
0: Yeah.
2: Yeah. That
1: that was the other mechanical component too, well. obviously those go on their servers to stream to everyone. Yeah.
0: Like, that's, or if that's you, a lot of data. Or if you want to... It's the same you know, amount of data. Or if you want to watch a specific part, it's really hard to jump into the middle of a 12-hour no, 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 Matt. Yeah, I agree with TJ, too. But, Matt, mm-hmm.
1: it's the same amount of data over all the episodes, you are mm-hmm. correct. But we didn't sit down and watch the entirety of The Witcher in one setting.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, you're- so that means we didn't stream 12 hours... We didn't... Download and buffer a 12-hour video to watch two hours of it. I
2: guess. Yeah, no this the this problem. is the this is the fault in my argument. I mean, maybe because you just cut it up, cut it up into two-hour segments. You get, you know, The Witcher Part One, Part Two, Part Three, and there aren't. I don't. I just don't want them to be a slave to the episode model
0: where they have a cliffhanger at the end of every episode, so I now, keep watching. She, I hate this. Here's here's another thing because uh-huh. the the ending has the credits. And as a worker behind the scenes, I want to be credited because okay. a lot of those workers only get those credits. Here's, I mean, that's all they have.
2: Here's here's my thing. If I care about your work, I'm gonna look you up. I'm gonna be like, the cinematography was dope on this episode. Who did it? I don't think because people say this all the time. Oh, I, you got to sit through the credits. That's the people worked for those credits. No, the people worked for money. I don't think that the person that watches the credits and doesn't know what those people do is getting anything out of it. Even, even if they think they're a good person for watching the credits. Like, these people worked. I should watch their credits. I don't think they understand what any of this shit is. They don't know who these people are. That None of this matters. If you know what you're doing and you actually want that information, you can go find it. It's all on IMDb. Or you can watch the credits. They can put the fat credit roll at yeah. the end of the I movie. Think,
0: I think that's, but when- that's true for the experienced seasoned pros when I, you're I would new also... going into it I'm sorry when you're new going into it it feels really good seeing your name up on the TV, on the I'd, TV. I'd, Having I'd also i out and I'd say out, that
2: that's vanity
1: okay well I've got some counterpoints to Go all for of it. that yeah. I'd throw out Matt you're definitely the whack one uh, I think a very tiny sliver of society will be like man the camera work was great who is the key grip for that and go look that up. There, mm-hmm. no, fucking nobody. Almost nobody is going to do that. Unless you're in that but that's business. What I'm saying. Or you're a weirdo. The people
2: that are in the business are the people that are going to hire them. I don't need my name to be known by Joe Schmoe if I'm the camera guy. I need my name to that's be known fair. by the
1: director. So so here's here's my follow on uh-huh. point. That might hit a little bit closer. Yeah. And reinforces TJ's. When, when Boy Grip number one. Who's been slaving on... Lord of the Rings, Return of the King, Mm -hmm. sits down with his seven-year-old daughter. She's like, Daddy, you made this movie? And he's like, yeah, I did, sweetie, I did. She's like, I didn't see you in the movie. He's like, oh, that's because I was behind the camera. You see my name right there on the big screen? That's me. Oh, my God, Daddy, that was amazing. You're telling me that you don't want parents and families to have that moment, Matt?
2: I'm saying put the credits at the end of the 12-hour movie. I'm not saying
0: take the credits out. I'm just saying we don't need the credits 12 times. Well, no. okay. So my point was with, with back what with what Dan was saying. So in the sense of like the TV or like the episodes, mm-hmm. they only work like they worked on that one episode and they didn't work on anything else. <laughs> yeah. So now they're getting credit for 11 hours that they didn't actually work, Matt. Yeah. So it, it gets funky. I'm not saying I disagree. with. Yeah. I no, I mean. There's a place for that. I, which
1: then actually counteracts the one point you were making of a director needs to know who did this. How the fuck is a director going to know which hour of the 12 hours that <laughs> one key grip did? You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, that's
0: fair. Yeah.
1: I get where you're, what you're yeah, saying. My, I get my where you're coming from. My solution yep. that
2: I pulled out of my ass from no experience in the film industry isn't completely... Yep. Like uh comprehensive,
1: it's,
0: it's 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 a rough draft. I'm just I, yeah. I mean you. that's yes, what this show's
1: it. for, though, right? We yeah. ain't qualified. We aren't for qualified. This
0: show. So. <laughs> yes. Well, because and and I don't necessarily disagree with you. I'm just saying it it's it's hard from like the back like the business side of it. I, I guess it's really there, there I guess it's, needs
1: to be a better solution. I I yeah. like what yeah. you're arguing for. We need a better solution though.
2: My main driving point here is I think that internet media could do more different. In the way stories are told, Black Mirror, for example, I can't think of anything other than Black Mirror that has done a more different model of storytelling. All the Black Mirror episodes are self-contained, different lengths. They're just they're they're the length they need to be to tell the story they want to tell. some Black Mirror seasons are three episodes. Some Black Mirror seasons are five episodes because they had five stories to tell that season. Like, a Black Mirror, eat, like it or not, if you don't like what they're doing or not, it's still, it, it is a very interesting style of storytelling. They have the fucking Black Mirror movie Bandersnatch, which is an interactive experience.
0: Where I need you to sit down and watch that whole thing. You
2: get to pick, as you watch it on Netflix, you get to pick what
1: happens. Yeah. Can okay? Can we? I want to sidebar into that interactive movie or TV media mm-hmm. concept because I really wish that was done more. We have to have the capability and the technology to do. I that
2: mean, we part. did it with Bandersnatch. Yeah. yeah, you can do that. It's just like you were saying. It's the idea. If I film a one-hour movie, like no matter what choices you make, it is an hour or two hours or whatever. How many choices am I giving you? How much movie are you not seeing if you only watch it once and just get your story? True,
1: One one hour of choose-your-own-adventure
0: movie is probably like four hours of movie. At least. That's yeah. fair. Yeah. Well, and I was going to argue slightly for your point. I feel like books to movies, or even, I guess, games to movies, oh, They always say, like, people aren't going to sit through a four or five hour movie. I think people would. Absolutely, they would. It's as good as what the book is.
2: Uh, You know how many fucking, like, six hour YouTube series or six hour plus YouTube videos, series, whatever I've watched? Tons. Yeah. If it's good, I'll sit through as much as you got. Yeah, exactly. Case in point, I mean, One Piece.
0: Yeah, that's a little harder
2: (laughs) i mean one piece is 900 chapters and i would argue most of those chapters are gold
0: oh that's fair but i I feel like for the ones with young if 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 books were uh almost identical in the sense of the movie like you know you look at the harry potter books Mm -hmm. to the movies they left out so much yeah and if, and if a lot of that little stuff was in it, I feel like it would have made the movies that much better. And
1: books, all sorts of different sizes, chapter lengths, varied from here to there. I think the Harry Potter comment is a great way to get back on track of the main topic of this episode as well. Mm-hmm. Of, while I don't disagree with the idea that including all of the little things that they left out of Harry Potter, I also think... This is totally applicable for Lord of the Rings as well. There's some shit that I really wish was kept in the movies that wasn't, but that's every Lord of the Rings fan. Anyway, there's a lot of times where it's not in the movie, but it's in the book. Aragon being a great example of a massive failure that, sorry, I'll get back on track. Um, (laughs) If they had included those, and again, this, this goes under the fault that you've already discussed, Matt. If you have include, if they did include those, less people would have watched it you think if so less people would have watched yes uh i again going back to the data analytics of media consumption while technically there are still plenty of people that would have no problem watching a four-hour movie if it warranted four hours less people would watch it um statistically less people yeah would watch no it. just to back up dan's point here
2: Um, since movies came out in, I believe, well, they came out in the twenties, but since like going to theater has become a big thing, I believe between the forties and the sixties movies have sinusoidally, uh, waxed and waned between three hours and three and a half hours, even sometimes dipping to an hour. But like in the seventies, every movie was three hours long. Then it dipped back down. And now I don't know if we, I'm skipping a bump, but we're back to movies are generally two to three hours long. And it's going to go down, um, so there is a totally a sweet spot that we keep bouncing around of between three hours and one and a half hours. Dan's totally right. Uh, commercially, movies don't get longer than three
1: hours, which or, is disappointing. Yeah, yeah. I think I think there's a huge argument for movies that are longer than three hours, and those you are, can't are TV tell you the shows. Number of times yeah but tv shows are never you know as high quality as as the movie like i mean as real. far as Always, i understand it we're basically in
2: the golden age of tv right
1: now yeah so, i mean tv shows i mean there are it, certain is, shows that are
0: hitting that quality is like it Game really of Thrones.
1: tv isn't it more streaming service is it, it's a golden age of episodic media more or yes or less? yeah no fair yeah Oh, I uh, should I should note, I'm very qualified to talk about a majority of what we're
0: discussing today, since we've kind yeah. of veered off topic. <laughs> <laughs> so, I forget, because I was saying, at the start of this whole segment, um, stories are too long and need to be cut short. <laughs> we completely completely flipped that on its head. Uh, no, yeah, I think so, you're right, still. Like,
2: there's a bunch yeah, of yeah, shit just, in Harry Potter that's not great. And we don't need it yeah. all. There's a bunch of those little character building moments that would endear me more to characters.
0: In I'm trying to in Harry like TV shows though, yeah, that they keep making seasons for. And it's like no, you could have... supernatural like five seasons ago. Yeah, well, I don't know because I haven't watched it.
2: Supernatural is like super thirteen seasons franchise. long, and
0: even the actors know it didn't need to be that long. Yeah, well, sometimes the actors want to stop, but they keep pushing it. Yeah, yeah they're like, they'll, "That's a really weird." They'll spot. pay me more. Why wouldn't I?
1: Yeah. So I guess we're, we're focusing on a lot of situations that ran too long or too short, but we haven't really given a comparison of something that's ran just long enough. The
2: Witcher Season 1. Perfect.
1: That was a good one. I was also going to throw out for people who aren't into fantasy, something that they might be able to relate to. Parks and Recreation. Absolutely. Yeah. Parks and Recreation. Yeah. Was- I thought, I as much as I was like, but I'm gonna miss all these characters so much. the The ending was done so mm-hmm. perfectly; they didn't drag it on. I didn't get tired of anything that was happening in the show. They ended it at the perfect it's, point. Yeah, that was excellent.
2: It's the quintessential feeling, and I think this is when you know a series is the perfect length. You're like, ah, oh, it's over. I want more. And then you think about it for a second. You're like, I don't, I don't know what they do though. Maybe this is the right yeah. time to end
1: it. yeah and i just on the point of that show i think they did an absolutely beautiful job providing closure to Mm -hmm. every character
2: season seven and that's a
1: huge thing basically being
2: like an entire jump forward closure season
1: i love it yeah the office did a pretty decent job as well i have other problems with the office i think it went on just a little bit too long just Um, a little bit
2: i mean there's your point of an actor doesn't want to do it anymore michael what's his nuts leaves and they do it for like a oh. season or two without him,
0: right? Yeah. I think that was both but, him probably not wanting to do more, but he also had a lot of more. <laughs> he yeah, he more probably problems. had a lot of other <laughs> other
1: options he could have taken <laughs> at the time. But just just um, for, for something to compare to that was an excellent length, well-rounded out and wrapped up, so people can be like, oh, I see now there are arguments of what's good and what's bad. Okay. The
0: Jack Ryan series are really good, too.
1: Never seen it. Oh, but that's like a spy action-esque flick, right?
0: Mm -hmm. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: So I've never seen that, but what I can talk about that's very similar is the Bourne series. Oh, yeah. Never seen it. Have you guys seen that? Okay. Yeah. Well, basically, this isn't really spoilery, if anyone cares, but I mean, they're kind of older movies now. Basically, uh, correct me if I'm wrong, TJ, it's like an engineered super spy, more or less, like trained to assassinate and stuff like that. Yeah. It goes like pseudo rogue and they try to burn him and he fights back, whatever. And like, it's a cool concept. It's not anything groundbreaking, but they did a really awesome job. The fight scenes are amazing. I feel like there's like five movies. I feel like after the third one, it's like, Jesus, you're just telling the same story over and over. So... And like adding more like chutzpah. To, to what's going on. It's like, Jesus.
0: You're done. Stop. Yeah. <laughs> I, I don't know about a fifth movie. I think you're right. There is a fifth. I haven't seen it. But yes, you're right. But no, you're not. Because the trilogy ends okay. with born And then the next oh, and then movie It's like a is, new person. It's a new, it's a new character. So they did finish oh, okay. that character. And in, and in fairness, it's based off the books, which he has like a ton of, because I've started to get them. Uh, I need to read through the, the books. So... Yes, <laughs> they could have just left yeah. it alone as it be. Yeah, I feel like stopping after
1: three, where Born's story was resolved, would have been good. Like it's it's awesome that they make books into movies because movies are a more approachable media nowadays, regardless of mm-hmm. how much that burns your soul. Matt, I'm sorry. <laughs> no, I'm but fine with it. They could that. have stopped. They could have stopped three. Yeah, they could have stopped three. Oh um, come on. In- that being said, I did like the four
2: <laughs> It wouldn't burn my soul as much, and it doesn't really but it's funnier to say that it does. Um, In Japan, initially at least, anime were made to sell manga. That's why in the 90s you would get a lot of anime that had one season, a unique ending, (gasps) and then it would be done. It's because those anime weren't made to be anime. They were made to sell the manga. They were made to be like, here's the story, here's a short version, here's an ended version. Didn't like that ending? Go read the book.
1: Dude, I wish more
2: shit would do that. (sighs)
1: anime is the number one source of why the fuck isn't there more for me yeah like yeah. Yeah. Uh,
2: <laughs> also <laughs> i'd be willing to say that anything that goes on for more than three is too long three movies here. One three one too long three seasons um with some one, ex- one some exemptions So Shonen, Shonen manga is like specifically constructed to have the longest story possible. The problem is they don't all start that way. Naruto didn't start. I want to make 700 chapters. Naruto started. I want to tell this story. Then Shonen Jump was like, serialized boy. We got you by the short ones. Keep going. Achura Oda, the guy that made one piece specifically made it to be the longest thing ever. He was like, yeah. I have an outrageously big story I want to tell. I'm going to start with the idea that I get to keep going and if I don't, well, I don't. He went in trying to tell a long story and they were like, your long story is working. Keep going. And he was like, I'm already ready to well, keep going. Naruto went in trying to tell a story and they were like, your story working. Keep going. And he was like, oh,
0: fuck.
1: Well, One Piece has already beaten the Simpsons, so it's doing yeah. great. <laughs> keep it up.
0: <laughs> Of, uh, of stories going too short, though, uh, this happens, I, I, I've I thought about it a lot, but FPS stories, so first-person shooter yeah. video game stories are way too short. And it's because they concentrate on the multiplayer stuff. Yeah. Right?
1: But- I, that and, and, forgive me, but the gameplay loop. And this is A lot of games Of various genres Are guilty of this The gameplay loop Isn't really engaging enough For
0: a super long story It is though Well Nowadays it is And it depends on which Fair There's there's a lot more going on So so like uh, In this new Call of Duty Cold War Spoilers for People
1: Oh my Um, god
0: (laughs) I know Uh, I'm just playing dude (laughs) I was so excited And I was like "All right." The way it felt, the story was going to be longer. And Call of Duty is like notorious for short stories, which makes me so sad because they're so good. They're amazing. Um, and The one mission, because I was like, I I thought that. I'm like, man, because it would just be a bunch of you go and shoot people, go and shoot people. Uh, Which at the end of this mission you do. But you start the mission and you're inside a Russian ministry building. And you're just walking around and you're trying to figure out uh, how to sabotage, <clears throat> sorry, how to sabotage uh, people because you're a traitor to the KGB <gasps> ah. um, and get people in. And there's different avenues you can do. Like, And then there's like little side missions and you have this map and you just walk around. Like, there's no shooting. There's no nothing. It's just complete spy es- espionage. And I feel like they could do more missions like that. I don't want it to be like super duper much longer. But I can beat the game in half a day. Or less. <laughs> Depending on how hard I make it. So. Yeah. And that harness shouldn't really. They're just. They're just. They're too short.
1: I think. I think you miss like Halo campaigns. Like that's. That's a story that's. That's a
0: reasonable length. I would say. For most cases. And I even thought about that. I thought about Halo because I'm like Halo did it right because it it is a long game, and even some of their games are a little too short, in the sense of like their story because they're short. I yeah, just want more. At, at least but their story is a continuous they're, they're one. Good. Right? Yeah. But because so, like so so is Call of Duty
1: now. Not in I, every title though, right? It
0: alternates. I, I, I have was going to say there's no way
1: Call of Duty World War II's plot has any bearing on Call of Duty Black Ops Five space soldier
0: or whatever the fuck cold war oh, no, kind they actually, <laughs> uh, no actually the timeline is that it goes from world war to the well you, right you now, get the point
1: though like at yeah. some point there's a disconnect the stories aren't actually died I mean so... do you still play roach like where's roach right, that's the one name from call of duty I remember
0: <laughs> and so, <laughs> so he died dude. but he's coming back oh my god <laughs> Okay, I have a question. I I, want to get into this really quick, Um, go ahead. So,
2: uh, I feel like a story being too short is a a unique issue, Um, but my question is, this very short story, is there any part of it that you feel is wasted, or because it's short, is it all, like, really good? And is that perhaps why you want more? Did they just jam all the actually good ideas they had into a story and didn't worry about its length because they have the multiplayer to fall back on, and so the story is actually the perfect length. They didn't have any more, and you just want more because they gave you concentrated gold, and you're like, "Boy, could I have more of that?" And they're like, "We don't have more of that," and that's why I'm the story the is the length.
0: That and it I is. get that. And I guess. I guess. It, yes, it's a short answer, and I know I'm not a typical FPSer. I guess. Mm-hmm. Because I play for the stories I don't play for the. And that's fine I I don't blame
2: you for wanting more
0: Yeah No So it is that I mean the story is amazing front to Start to finish Mm -hmm. And there's multiple endings And stuff like that And you don't have to buy For those endings Dan For earlier episodes (laughs) So What Call of Duty now is doing And the reason why I'm more forgiving of the story Being shorter Because it does feel Even on top of that It feels too short But so there's Modern Warfare series, which is like one through three, and then the Black Ops, which is I think one through four. And three and four are like in the future. Um I'm trying to say this really fast. It's not for you guys. No but worries. You're good. The... I sat through four episodes of <laughs> one piece. You're good. <laughs> guys. So so yeah. Love you, that. <laughs> so uh it alternates between Black Ops and Modern Warfare. And Oh, so it's like two they parallel were two... running stories? No, they were two two completely separate stories. Had nothing okay. to do with each other. Uh, so, World at War was the start of the Black Ops story, I believe. Or Modern Warfare. I forget which one. Um, and they kind of slowly tied certain stuff together. But last year... Yeah, 2019. So, Modern Warfare came out for Modern Warfare 2019. And it was a reboot of the Modern Warfare series to then tie into the Black Ops series. So certain things from the Modern Warfare series are canon and certain things aren't and we don't know everything that is and isn't yet. We just know based on those who've played through all the stories what has lined up so far. Um, And the new Black Ops ties into that. And then what they did through Warzone, which is that free one, which is like an in-between, which is kind of its own game, is now tying even more so that complete story so it just depends on what they're making canon throughout but as of right now all the black ops is canon as they're filtering in the Modern warfare so it's really cool what they're doing
1: as a non-fps player and someone who knows almost nothing about call of duty uh hence the roach commentary from earlier um (laughs) i would love to see them take the the campaign that they want canonized from start to finish, even if it's exactly the same, lifted out of those games and painted with a coat of paint so that it looks the same, I'd love to see that as a standalone game. Just the campaign. Like, no multiplayer involved. If you want the multiplayer, buy the fucking component game. But so just, just that long so Just like, the
2: Black Ops Saga as a single game instead of five games yeah, with and, tiny stories. Yeah. Yeah,
1: and go from start to finish. I think that's what TJ would want, too. Yeah, it'd be cool. and that, that would be a great way to get non-FPS people involved in an FPS franchise. Honestly think I'd play that. Yeah, Yeah. because if TJ sold me on the story being actually Mm -hmm. decent, which I believe. They've had enough practice by this point. Yeah. But when you buy an FPS game, you're buying $50 of multiplayer and $10 of story Mm -hmm. like TJ's pointed out. Yeah. I'm not going to play the multiplayer. So if you give me just the story and $60 worth of that story which honestly from start to finish is probably more than 60 bucks at this point. I would play that as a non FPS person, as someone who doesn't give a shit about call of duty. No offense. No, I would probably play that. Yeah. That sounds like a really good Take FPS. Take notes, game. John duty. <laughs> yeah. 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 But yeah, I mean, that's,
0: that's an interesting point. <sighs> Do you guys have anything else about stories? Um. Well, I will say too, that would be amazing, them doing that. The hard part would be the Warzone stuff. But I'm sure they could figure it out. Because those are like little seeds. Yeah, and I think, I think part of the challenge with
1: a lot of video games in general when it comes to that... Is there's been a lot of advancements in player capability in games. There actually hasn't been that much advancement in AI. Like, sure, yeah. they can get smarter a little bit. But, you know, correct me if I'm wrong, using Call of Duty as an example... Think, in one of the latest ones, you have a grappling hook, which everyone's, like, spooging about. Do any of the enemies ever use a grappling hook? Probably not. That would be fucking crazy if some fucking assault enemy grappling hooks over your cover and shoots the shit out of you, and you have to be ready for that. But they just haven't developed AI to do the things players can do. Yeah. So, every encounter can only ever be so difficult unless they throw more bodies at you, kind of thing.
0: Oh. Anyway, I I think
1: Matt's been trying to get a point in but oh, yeah. go ahead
0: no, no you man. go ahead and finish no i was just saying one I'm... cool thing that they did with the mm-hmm. with like those characters integrating and stuff was so in the modern warfare there's this character named sakayev and in the first two games it's like he's like the big baddie um and you start off in submission with a person you shoot him well blow, blow his arm off and then by the end of the second game you kill him and this is over specific years, and they're very apparent what the years are. Um, and then this new Cold War game, which takes place in the past, is before he gets his arm blown off. And then when you're in that mission I was talking about, you go into this big meeting, and then you end up sitting across from him. And he's never been in that franchise's games, if that makes sense. So it's, you're in Black Ops, hmm. and he's never been in Black Ops. So now you're just like, that was just like a big holy shit. Like, oh, there he is. Like, cool. Cool little thing. Yeah.
2: Okay. So something I want to bring up, something I feel like we haven't brought up yet, is games love to artificially lengthen their story or pad it out, if you will. And I think part of it goes back to an earlier episode we recorded about uh, AAA games don't cost as much as they should. So they feel like they need to pad out the game time so that you feel like you're getting what you pay for because nobody fucking knows how much money goes into making a game everybody's willing to pay $15 to watch 3 hours of a movie but nobody's willing to pay you know $80 to play 40 hours of a game even though that's still a uh, more cost more money to time yeah um like the new assassins creed valhalla game <sighs> feels padded as fuck amongst other yeah. issues
1: i mean part part of it is the way we play it, you and I are both playing to get most, if not all, of the content done, but I mean, that's honestly what you do yes, in the game you pay I feel for. like
2: a game should be made to do all the stuff and if I yeah. don't want to do all the stuff, that's my choice I can get a more concentrated experience by doing less of the stuff but a game shouldn't be made to do the story, and if I want to play the game more, oh, I can do this extra stuff, that's not that's like, here's here's your fucking bone, dog. F- fuck off. Like, no, I want to have a pool, pool party in my cool-ass water park, and if I only want to ride three of the slides, let me do that. If I want to ride all of them, they should all
1: be fun. I agree. Yeah. Like, uh, spoilers for ACV. Um, just a heads up for those, because it's relatively new at time of recording. Probably won't be by the time this goes out, but anyway. <laughs> um... There's a portion of the game, TJ, where you get to go to Asgard through a vision Hmm. and you get to play in Asgard and spawning into Asgard and seeing this beautiful landscape was so fucking cool. And I got super hyped. And then about halfway through all of the content in Asgard, I was like, man, I wonder what's going on in England right now. Maybe I should go back and help my fucking people like this has taken a really long time, y'all. (laughs) <laughs> like, it was just, there's just so much. And then again, it happened again when you do the vision again and go into Jotunheim. I was like, are we fucking serious? How big is this motherfucking map? And I have to go, I have to run miles to get to anything, which is a problem in general in the game. Not everything needs to be fucking Skyrim. And if it is, more fast travel points, assholes. Yeah. Yeah. For anyway. Real. <laughs> just the, the story was just, it was a cool, concentrated story. And if I was just doing the story quests, I think it would have been perfect. But all of the other, sh- they added 33 additional points you needed to visit to like complete the zone. Technically more than 33. But 33 treasure points. Which, for reference, every single fucking major treasure point in that game is a goddamn puzzle. Which is another problem entirely, but it really lengthens out the time you spend on each one sometimes. Yeah, I can only imagine. So I was in that fucking zone for like, for reference, I have over 80 hours in the game already. I think that zone alone was like 10 fucking hours. And bear in mind, I've only got like three zones left in the game. So that was an eighth of my playtime for the entire game was getting through that shit. And that's the, that doesn't even pertain to the main story. It's just giving me backstory and answering questions that you develop as you play the game. It's like, fuck me, this is so long. It overstayed its welcome by far. There's a lot of things I really like about that game, but and and I love I loved the lore, it looks beautiful, I loved the idea of getting to play in those spaces and it being a little bit more fantasy. But fuck man, i wanted to be done with it way sooner than it was over. Because of all the extra shit they've added. Yeah. Like God. Um, yeah. I
2: I don't think it's a really big ask to say, uh, hey game makers. I don't think you should send me to Asgard and I, I should
1: I should never go to Asgard and feel like I want to leave. Yeah, that should have been like the badass part of the story. And the other thing too is they didn't even have to, like, just do the main story there. Because, like I said, the main story was relatively straightforward. There was very little, like, putzing around. I would go to a place, get the quest, do the thing, it would work out, it would roll into the next thing. The main story was great. It was the 33 other locations that were their own individual puzzles that wasted my fucking time playing the game on a subscription based game i understand the monetary argument i've paid once and and i have the game that is not an argument for this... this game go ahead sorry if they had just if they had cut it in half if there were only 15 points to get this my argument would be much less energetic much less fierce it would be like i kind of wish it ended shorter but i got it done it wasn't a big deal 33 points. Are we... Fu- 33 puzzles. Are we fucking serious? God damn. I bought an action stealth game, not a puzzle
0: game. <laughs> <laughs> like,
2: I have plenty of problems with that game. And I'm not going to go into them. I am going to use it to drive my point home, though. Um, Going back a bit to... I want games to be made for the niche. You should make your games for the people that are going to love your games. Stop making your games and telling stories for everybody else. You're ruining your stories, you're ruining your games. If I want to play your fucking if I want to play Skyrim and I want to walk everywhere because I just love being in that world. Cool, awesome. You better make it a fucking fun world to walk in. If I don't have that much time, if I don't like your world but my friends are playing Skyrim and I got to play Skyrim for some fucking reason or whatever, Cool, let me use fast travel points to get around Skyrim faster. You know, same thing in Assassin's... All these open world games. If I want to be in your world, it should be a joy to be in your world. If I want to fast travel, you should give me the option to fast travel. Stop making me experience your game the way I don't want to do it. You're making me like your game less. I want to like Assassin's Creed. I played at least half of the main fucking entries into the series. Not only did you make this game less of a stealth game... I don't want to do as much of your game as you want me to do. Stop. I want to experience the story the way I want to experience it. There's a story in there that I like. Sorry, Dan. (laughs) There's a story in there that I like and they are making me do it in a way that I don't like. And it's, it's, I think games are the most unique storytelling experience, but when you force a person to experience the game one way,
1: it loses all of that. I'm done now. It's a, as a total total sidebar to the point you're making um which i totally forgot now so never mind i guess yeah i, <laughs> I have
0: two things one thing go for it strictly video game related more fast traveling and open world games in general would be great <laughs> i don't like yeah, having it's to about run options. everywhere yeah I, I, I am happy to run and check out vistas. I love looking at the vistas mm-hmm. and the art that goes into it. But most of the time, I just want to get to where I'm going. <laughs> Sometimes I'm listening to a podcast while I play your game.
2: And the way I want to experience your game in that moment is running the extra five minutes between these points. Because they're talking about something I'm interested in. I just want to look at your game while they talk about something. Whatever. Sometimes... You just really got me by the short ones with that last story note. And the other story note is halfway across the map. I really want to get to it and continue experiencing oh. your story. <laughs> I don't want to run halfway across the map to experience the story. You got me now. I'm in. I in. you've got me by the heart. I'm, I'm here. I'm right where you want me. I'm not going to be where you want me when I run halfway across the map to continue
0: the story. Yep. But, yep. Um, the other thing. And I, think this
1: I remembered my thing. I'm sorry, no, but go. I don't want to forget you it go. again. I, I got my S- sidebar with Assassin's Creed thing. Uh, I read an article yesterday, actually, and a bunch of people are like, Ubisoft. I'm sick and tired of not playing an actual assassin in my assassin game for the last three entries. I want to be a member of the assassin order in the next game. Make it happen. I am tired of this mm-hmm. shit. So we are not the only ones. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Alright, sorry, I just had to get no that out because I don't uh, want to forget. I think this place, because I think Assassin's Creed was big on this, and I don't know if they still are because I don't know how fast they've been releasing titles. <clears throat> but um, I don't want to say I'm tired. They need to stop, and I understand the capitalism side of it, but they need to stop releasing games year after year. They have. Like, take take the time. I, not just Assassin's Creed. Yeah. There's a lot of game stuff that do it franchises. Yeah. <clears throat> where they're like, we gotta pump it out. Like, no, no. I want a good experience. <laughs> I'm That's, that's actually...
2: go. Ahead. I was gonna say, I'm actually currently in the point where I'm playing Assassin's Creed Valhalla, I'm playing Ghost of Tsushima, I was playing Nier Automata, and I wanna play Cyberpunk. There are too many games to play. I wanna experience each one of them on their own, and I realize that not all of these games came out at the same time. Mostly Nier Automata. that came out like fucking five years ago. But... I would love if they would release games slower, and I could sink more time into games that are given more love and care because they don't release games yearly. Yeah,
1: yeah, it's good for everyone. I I, I get the desire, but it's not good for the the industry.
2: Once again, I like, don't believe is... the industry is 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 scrimping and saving for money. I believe that they are simply trying to boost their profits, and I don't care.
1: I think the corporate bodies are doing yeah. that. I'm talking about the individual devs and people who work on individual yeah. games. A lot of it is contractor, and they need the work. That's yeah. fair, so if, and I understand... If games come out slower, they get less That's work. fair, so, and I
2: understand the system works that way. I just don't think that I should have to I disagree modify that. my opinions I wish because they would of a poor system.
0: system. I wish they would fair. come out with more unique games to hire those people.
1: Yes. And it was a I, different game. Yeah, and system. I... I think, I think it's a great argument that a company shouldn't push a new title for a franchise every year. And for all their fucking faults and what's happened to them recently, Blizzard actually had a great system going where they had three or four titles that were really beloved and you get one new entry for one of those titles a year. So it's never, here's a WoW expansion and then a WoW expansion and then a WoW expansion and then, oh yeah, here's a Diablo game. It was... Like, StarCraft, WoW, Diablo. StarCraft, WoW, Diablo. Yeah. Like, you had to wait longer, but that team that was dedicated to that franchise got, like, two years, two to three years in between each entry to lovingly craft it, and that's why they were so good up until a point.
0: And not only that, and this... Is,
1: I, make better multi-storyline options, make, like you guys were saying. Yeah, make just the last Like one. GTA better. and Red, Red Dead. Everything.
0: And... The hype going into it Is far greater And I think back to Halo Because After Halo 1, like the hype going into Halo 2 And Halo 3 And Reach and all their games Was so great because they took a couple years in between mm-hmm. But they but they also Built On the, on the Marketing mm-hmm. While doing it And it was like, oh this is going to be awesome And then it was They, you know, <laughs> did make it awesome Which Um, But what happened then was they tried to do stuff quickly. Now this is... It's hard to use Halo because they went from one studio, and then that studio left to go do a new game. And then another littler studio picked up within that, so it changed. And I think they've done a worse job overall with marketing and stuff like that. So it just is what it is so it's hard to really compare halo to the rest i feel like in that in that regard but i do wish more time better marketing not bog down everything because assassin's Creed came out like once a year right for a while
2: yeah for a while and then they they were like hey we're gonna stop doing this we're
0: gonna release games when they're done and what from what i heard was it got progressively worse
2: no our origin i love origins and odyssey
0: Before
1: Origins,
2: oh, oh, yeah, yeah, Unity
1: and Rogue, which were awful.
0: And it was just like
1: the weirdest thing about those entries too. We could do a whole episode on
0: Assassin's Creed. I'm I'm just going to stop there. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, but you guys get what I'm saying. Yeah, Yeah. I think we agree that. So
2: this episode was about storytelling, and I think we talked a lot about stories, and. I want more unique methods of storytelling. Please use the internet release model more uniquely. Stop making episodes on on a service that doesn't release episodically for the love of God, Netflix. And most stories could be shorter. That that's that's my wind up. D- anything you guys got to say?
1: Or add? Uh I more have counters to that, but it's <laughs> yeah go i've got some i got some caveats go too it. but that's just gonna make the episode longer um which <laughs> I we just said we don't want to do no
2: i just if you w- want <laughs> no, to like that that's my end I of the episode me,
0: opinion i i, I guess oh, for okay. me just the the quick thing that will when i think it could you say they shouldn't release you want them episodically whether they're released episodically or binged it that makes no difference to me because I probably wait until the season's out, anyways, and then just watch it as I want to. And that's your option. I, I don't and...
2: have the option to watch it episodically.
0: Yeah, you do. You could sit there and watch it and then wait a week and then watch it.
1: Again. That's <laughs> and... such a
0: okay. Nobody but, likes yeah. that no,
1: anymore. No, but you have that option. I guess, yeah, and I'm all for options. I think. I think my my final point on the matter is is a slight caveat to to what you had mentioned, Matt, of um. Stories could be shorter. I agree, but I don't want people to feel like they need to write shorter stories. I want them to feel like they need to make any moment they include in the story something of value. If you're going to write a long story, make sure all of those moments are valuable. Don't tell me about how person X is going to place Y and the trip was a nice peaceful place and describe all the vistas and scenery unless the world is a character too, just tell me they got there safely and go to the next point. Like getting immersed and having all those moments in between is nice. And like Matt said, if you want to experience that, you can make sure they have the option to experience that, but don't make it a fucking requirement. Yeah. If it's not a relevant moment, if it doesn't have an impact in what's going on in the story, I just want the story don't make me experience the downtime like make the downtime a relevant component make it a conversation between characters don't make it me walking alone through the countryside you know what I mean so like don't be afraid to write a longer story just make sure the moments in your story are valuable don't pat it yeah out. and you know. I would I would even add
2: that walking if you if done right and necessary having a character walk alone through the countryside can be an impactful moment
1: yeah it has to be set up yeah that's that's
2: but if it's not if it's just well he needs to go over there obviously the way to go over there is
1: walking alone through the countryside skip that part Yeah, it's like it's like a D and D campaign. You don't describe them going from town A to town B along a road using the ponies they rented. If nothing happens, you just say you get to town B. You're like, all right, how (laughs) how
2: far is it between town A and town B? Two miles. That's one random encounter. Roll the dice. You didn't hit anybody. Cool. You're there. Four minutes.
1: Yeah, nothing. It took you X time. Boom. Yeah. Done. If you had an encounter, you're walking and you're walking and you're walking. Yeah. If you had
2: an encounter, then it's like, all right, you met some. You you're walking along with your fucking horses. Wolves attack, or all right, well, in the middle of the night, who's on watch?
1: This happens. Yeah. So make make your story relevant throughout. Don't pad dead time. That's that's my ending note. Like it's okay to have a long story. Because when you make all the pieces of the story feel relevant, then it doesn't feel like it was unnecessarily long. Yeah. Then that's what makes it. That's what makes it a Parks and Rec. Mm-hmm. It feels like everything you saw was relevant, and you're happy where it ended.
0: Yeah.
2: I like right. shorter stories. One Piece is a thousand chapters. I'm not bored of it yet.
1: Just, just saying.
0: Most, there most of it is impactful tj you got any final notes no that pretty much hits it all in the head what you guys said yeah so. i think that was good yeah yep thank you for listening to this extended episode of the Wax show <laughs> a great story but we cut it off at the right time
2: yeah <laughs> i
0: hope <laughs> <laughs> i'm your host DJ. i'm the rambling man matt and i'm Dan. Section. Bye. Bye. Bye.